Okay, before I get to my next guest, Wayne Towski, I want to give a shout out to a couple more of our sponsors, starting with our friends over at Two Under. Two Under men's performance briefs are the official underwear of the 2021 U.S. Ryder Cup team, the captain and all vice captains. They are worn by more than 30 players on the PGA and Champions Tour. They are also worn by over 70 NCAA Division I colleges and 17 NFL teams. The Joey Pouch technology provides the ultimate male asset management, delivering maximum comfort, fit, and performance from the golf course to the boardroom to the bedroom. Find these two underperformance men's briefs in over 4,000 golf pro shops nationwide, all Shield sports stores, PGA Tour Superstore, Golf Galaxy, and other fine retailers near you. Go online to twounder.com. That's the number two, U-N-D-R dot com. Two under performance in your pants. Use code on the T20 for a 20% discount at checkouts. Not valid on items already on sale or NCAA licensed briefs. I also want to welcome a new sponsor to the show, Pine Valley Orthotics, and their founder, Stu Sakowitz. Did your feet, back, knees, and hips stop you from playing good golf or golf at all? Maybe plantar fasciitis or neuropathy is killing your golf game? Then you owe it to yourself to try a pair of Pine Valley Orthotics with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Pine Valley Orthotics are uniquely designed with an energy return system not found in any other product. When you step down, they gently spring back, relieving foot pain and stress, energizing your whole body, and they work. I love my Pine Valley Orthotics. I've got them in my golf shoes, and I've got them in my dress shoes. In fact, Stu Sakowitz, the owner, is so sure that they're going to ease your pain, he's offering a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you want better balance and stability, treat yourself to a pair of Pine Valley Orthotics today. Go to PineValleyOrthotics.com, and for a limited time, you can get these for only $99 and a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's only $99. Ease your pain, improve your game, and change your life. Only at PineValleyOrthotics.com. Okay, now next on the tee with me is Wayne Talski. Wayne has been a wonderful supporter of the show. If you've checked out my Facebook page, you've seen that Wayne has taken his next on the tee hat on a wonderful journey this summer. He's played courses that are on so many of our bucket lists. I know I've been extremely jealous every time he shares one of those pictures, and I've been looking forward to hearing all about his travels, and I'm very excited he is with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Wayne, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Chris. So, Wayne, before we talk about all the great courses that you've played, not only this summer, I'm sure over the course of the last several years, I definitely want to get your thoughts on the Ryder Cup as well. But, um, you know, our listeners have uh, really started to talk about how great the young players are on the U.S. team, and this might be a turning point for some dominance going forward. I want to get your thoughts. What do you think about what you saw? Well, it was it's hard not to be patriotic. Uh, watching the Ryder Cup, whether you're in the European side or the American side, but surely you have to be uh, energetic and enthusiastic about what's coming down the road over the next several years for the Americans. They looked amazing. So, Wayne, when um, you have posted pictures, and like I said, I'm jealous as, as I could possibly be, of the places that you've posted uh, pictures that you've taken the next on the tee hat on uh, quite an adventure this summer. Talk about the courses that you recently played. Well, every year I go up to Long Island, which is where I'm from. And um, so I make a week of it. And every year I try to top the year before 
And to be honest with you, I don't know that I could really compare one year to the next. But uh, this year's lineup involved um, Hudson National and uh, Southampton, a lovely Seth Rayner that gets kind of overshadowed by its uh, brethren next door, meaning Shinnecock and National Golf Links of America. Um, but after Southampton, I was fortunate enough to play Deepdale, which is talk about fast greens. They were probably running around 14. Wow. <laughs> it was amazing. Yes, it was really amazing. It's a, it's a wonderful place. Uh, Daryl Kessner is a great head professional and, uh, does a great job there. Um, after detail, I think I went to National Golf Links of America and, uh, had arguably one of the best memories of my life this trip because we got to finish up with the sun setting over 18 and the pictures that uh, you follow me were just amazing. You know, they tried, you know, to limit pictures, but that one was just a uh, breathtaking. And then after national, let's see, um, went and had our tournament. I I'm actually co-chairing a golf tournament, a charity tournament, um, called GLK foundation. And I think we're in our 21st year of that charity that supports brain cancer research. And, uh, we held, we hold that at Moyat Golf Club. And once again, all these clubs are just in fantastic, amazing condition. And all the professionals there are doing everything they can. Um, and then I finished out at Gardner's Bay on Shelter Island. So Wayne, I got to ask you going back to your time at detail when, when you're playing the greens that roll up 14, what's that like? I mean, you talk about lightning fast. We hear about that at places like Oakmont or Augusta National. But how do you adjust to greens rolling like they're uh, a glass top table? It's, it's quite difficult. Um, just because people may not be familiar with me, I am an avid amateur golfer and not a professional. Um, and it does take quite a bit of, uh, getting used to. The good news is when you travel around the country playing golf, you are kind of forced to acclimate much faster than at your, say, your home golf course. And so when you're playing on a 14, you try everything you can not to put that ball above the hole. <laughs> so that's the best advice I can say. Side, side and above are like a death warrant, but, uh, you gotta, you gotta leave it below the hole and, and give yourself a shot. So I guess the, the next question is, how do you get on a place like National Golf Links and some of the others that you named? Boy, I mean, who do you know or who, who do I need to get to know in order to get to play some of those? That's the, uh, million dollar question, so to speak. And at the end of the day, um, one of the things that, that, uh, I like to do is I like to give back. So anybody that's ever, uh, hopefully come in contact with knows that I'm quick with the invite to invite anybody. If you play golf, you're a friend of mine. It's that simple. And I'll invite you anywhere. The thing is, just have to pick up the phone. <laughs> so <laughs> I give as good as I get. I, I try to. I try to give back to for everything that I've been very blessed to receive. And uh, all my friends and acquaintances know that if I call you, you just got to answer because you never know what I'm going to offer you up. So <laughs> it's a good problem to have. Indeed. So 
that's where you went this year. Talk about some of the places that you played in prior years and, and of the courses that you have played, which one or ones have really just blown your mind? Well, um, I, I live, I've lived in several states. I've played golf, uh, from, you know, the East coast to the West coast. I've been fortunate to play in Europe a few times. Um, I would have to say arguably my favorite, uh, is probably Palmetto down in Aiken, South Carolina. Uh, the first time I played it, uh, without question, I don't think I've ever been presented with 18 better green complexes in more perfect condition, uh, than that experience. Pebble, playing Torrey Pines, Beth Page, uh, playing both the resort courses, the private stuff. Um, it's really amazing. I mean, down in, down here, I'm in Florida and, uh, I think Mountain Lake does a great job. Um, it's kind of in the middle of the state. It doesn't, you know, really kind of out of the beaten path, so to speak, but it's, it's a wonderful property. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many great golf courses. I I could go on for hours talking about all the different venues and what have you in Texas, uh, to, you know, dovetail onto the young ladies conversation. Uh, Cimarron Hills in Georgetown, Texas was a great track. Blue Jack National down in Houston. Um, oh my goodness. There's just so many courses, Chris, you know? Yeah. And back in June, you played both the Macklemore, which is obviously a sponsor of this show and one of my favorite places, which is designed by our good friends, Bill Bergen and Reese Jones. And then you went over and played Lookout Mountain Golf Club, which is a Seth Rayner designed back in June as well. Talk about the experiences of playing both of those courses. Well, that was that was just such a blessing as well because uh, I played. I, I, I went to Macklemore once before, got rained out. Um, I think their motto is "Life Above the Clouds," and if you ever get there, uh, that 18th green overlooking the valley. The, literally, the, you're above the clouds. It is every hole is breathtaking there. I, I thought that course was an uh, an engineering marvel because of the amount of uh, slope and the terrain that they had to work with. Bill Bergen did a great job, absolutely wonderful. And of course, Seth Rayner. Uh, my two cents on that course is um, it's kind of a linksy golf course with mountain dynamics, if that makes any sense. So you've got the fescue and you've got slope and uh, the two, believe it or not, work very beautifully hand in hand. And Wayne, like you mentioned, you're a, you're a heck of an amateur player. I saw that earlier this year, uh, you went through the qualifying for the U.S. Senior Open down at the Bears Club in Florida. Another what has to be a spectacular golf course. Talk about your experiences trying to go through qualifying. Well, I'd like to present that round specifically, but <laughs> uh, the Bears Club is, is uh, one of the best kept courses here in the state. Obviously, it's uh, Jack Nicholas. Uh, they do a great job. Um, it was a great moment both for myself and my son, who my 14-year-old son, Noah, got to caddy for me for the very first time. And so I wanted him to experience that inside the USGA rope, so to speak. And he was getting ready for his high school uh, career. And so I wanted him to see what dedication and devotion, grit, 
and all that good stuff that goes into competitive golf really looks like, not just from me, but from all the gentlemen that were playing on that particular day. And they had that course so tuned up. Uh, the thing I remember most was uh, my son turned to me on the back nine. He was probably like 14 or 15, uh, you know, hole. And he said to me, he was like, Dad, I want to play here. <laughs> he was sad. <laughs> he, you know, he had to carry the bag and he couldn't swing the clubs. I said, you're one day, son. I'll bring you back. So it was a great moment for the two of us. And talk about Noah's game because he looks like a pretty good junior player. Well, I couldn't. I'm a proud father, plain and simple. Um, I I put him in the hands of Brendan Elliott, who is a PGA professional, one of the best, in my opinion, one of the better or best uh, youth coaches in the country. Uh, and Brendan is here in Central Florida. And he's been working with Noah for the last couple of years. And our goal was to get Noah to a position where he could uh, compete, you know, on the, on the high school level and so forth. And so he not only made it to the team, but in the five tournaments that they've had so far, he's qualified for every single one of them, uh, scored points in a couple of them. So he's just starting his career, but, uh, the swing, the tempo, the balance, I think it's all there. He's just got to put some of the pieces together. And it comes in time, as we all know. So he's doing great. Um, I wish Tom Patry were closer to me, another friend of the, of the show and mine. Uh, I love Tom, and I think he would have done a great job uh, just not here in Orlando. So, Wayne, you... Um... You've got a picture of you standing at the end of Magnolia Lane with the caption that it's your happy place. It's mine, too. Talk about uh, your experiences getting to be at Augusta National. Um, I've gone. I've been very fortunate. I've gone a few times. Um, I would have to say my my experience with Augusta is nothing but just it's what every golfer dreams to do is to be at Augusta during the Masters. I was fortunate uh, a couple of years back. Um, I competed in the Mercedes-Benz Dealer Championship. And fortunately, we made it all the way to the national final, which was held in Augusta during the week of the Masters. So Mercedes, uh, being the sponsor, um, sent us to Augusta for the week. And so we got to drive down Magnolia Lane. I got to putt wow. at Augusta, which is arguably my the highlight of my golfing so far is, you know, um, and just driving down, I was speechless, absolutely speechless. Uh, there it's, it is the model. Everybody knows that it's, everything's perfect. They treat you wonderfully and be, there's no place I'd rather be than in Augusta in April. So you got the putt there. Did you, did you, you didn't get to play the course. You just got the putt. I'm still waiting for that magic phone call, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yes. It's funny when I, uh, when I, when I met my wife, I, I told her, I said, I've got a slush fund. I need you to know about it. That when the phone call comes, I'm going and I'm going first <laughs> class. I don't care. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know that if a phone call ever comes, I'm dropping everything. 
So, you know, it, it was, she, she's very supportive of, of the family's golf passion. Um, we all play, uh, Noah's taking up the competitive, you know, ranks, uh, trying to follow a little bit, but, uh, I've had some pretty good runs competitively. Uh, I haven't broken through really with too much, but I, I love trying. And like I told my son, I just never stopped swinging. Wayne, before I let you go, for our listeners that want to keep track of your great golf adventures and the things that you get to be a part of, how can they follow you on social media? Uh, I'm kind of old school. I just have my Facebook account, and it's just Wayne Talski. And if you hit me up, I'll add you to the list of friends, and, and everyone's welcome if you're a golfer. And I appreciate your time, Chris. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, I appreciate you, and you talk about giving back. You've been a a wonderful friend of the show, and I can't thank you enough for taking the next on the tee hat on your adventures and and posting pictures and and being wonderful to include the show in uh, in your golf travels. You're fantastic, my friend. I hope uh, we get the opportunity to hear more about the great things that you're out there doing and the places that you get to go. The stories are great. Thank you so much. Look forward to it. Take care now. Thanks, Wayne. Take care. All right. Bye bye. That's. Wayne Towski and, and Wayne again, follow him on Facebook. You can see the pictures and the places that he goes. And like I say, he's been gracious enough to kind of take next on the tee with him. I can't thank him enough for being generous like that and posting the pictures and uh, letting us be a part of his, his great golf adventures and all the best to his son, Noah. Look forward to watching his young, uh, his young career start to grow and prosper. And then, uh, like I say, continuing to see where where golf takes Wayne and uh, hopefully he'll take next on the tee with him. Wonderful man. And uh, looking forward to catching up with him again soon. Okay, my friends, it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of next on the tee. My sincere thanks again to Scott Verplank, Damon Hack, Avery Zwag, and Wayne Talski for joining me tonight. Please check out our website, nextonthetee.net to keep up to date with what our guest schedule looks like. And speaking of next week, we'll kick off the month of October with a visit from our resident director of instruction, Tom Patry. He'll be back. A great friend of the show and a guy playing some great golf out on the Champions Tour, Paul Stankowski, will be here. The president of the Golf Heritage Society, Dr. Bern Bernacki, will be here, as will one of the top instructors in the game, Kelly Stenzel. Really looking forward to catching up with Kelly. So it's going to be a great show, folks. I hope you'll come back and be a part of it with us. You can stream this show as a podcast on a number of great sites and apps like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Folks, if you have a favorite podcasting site or app, we're probably on it. Just type in next on the T in the search bar. You'll probably find us on that app or site as well. Folks, I can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show tonight. I really appreciate the fact that you continue to make next on the T a part of your golfing content. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.